Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to TFE, a weekly news update show covering movies, games, and tech field with thoughts, feelings, emotions of your two hosts, Dan and Danny. In this week's episode, we've got the new tra- trailers of Shang-Chi and Suicide Squad, we've got some VR ads, Windows 11 has been revealed, and where have we been the past week? So, we'll start that off. Um, yeah, sorry, I was on holiday for last week's episode. Yeah, you bastard. Why? Also, I noticed you changed the intro and it really threw me off. <laughs> I was yeah. expecting it to be normal. I was like, this, this has changed. Yeah, I thought I'd give us, because we never actually cover what the fuck we talk about in this show. And I thought people who are just tuning in might like to know. Yeah, so you get the week old news. That's what you get. Yes. Uh, yeah, so sorry about that, but I hope everyone enjoyed our first ever episode of Unreleased. Yep. I did try and clean it up as well as I could. (laughs) Oh, no, there was nothing saving that show. There's a reason why it wasn't coming out. (laughs) But yeah, if you'd like to hear it, go back and listen. Yeah, I mean, you could be a madman. No, if anyone can get to the end, I'll give you a prize. I'll give you a big old smoot on the lips. I don't think anyone wants that. They will at one stage. Anyway. Anyway, yes. Let's get on with the show. <laughs> let's start off with rapid reviews. This is the segment where we bring forward a something we've both seen this week and give our kind of a short review on it. And we're going to cover Loki episode three and four because we missed last week. Yeah. Uh, it's good. It, it, it's still brilliant. I'm loving this show. I think episode three was a little bit less interesting. Uh, see, I would have thought you would have liked it because I saw a lot of comparisons to Doctor Who. And we all know you're a big Doctor Who boy. I don't know where that's coming from. It's, I don't know. I thought that was a bad episode. I just think it was just a little bit less interesting. I thought it was all right. A lot of people kind of missed a lot of the plot points that were kind of just dropped in the episode. Because I saw a lot of people struggling to like understand what was happening a lot of the time. And like thinking that it was kind of slow and we weren't getting any backstory. But we were getting backstory and people were misconstruing stuff. I just thought that that episode kind of confused people a lot. And... Yeah, I felt like it kind of dragged a bit. I sort of missed Mobius. Yeah. I like I like uh, the kind of dynamic with him and Loki. Yeah, it is a good dynamic. I do like the dynamic between those two, though. Yeah, it is There's, good. Um, it's weird. Uh, spoiler of episode three, if you haven't if seen you it. Well, it's been out for a week. Um, yeah. They kind of fight. Kind of, they start swooning over each other towards well, the end it's, of the it's, it's self-gratification, basically. It's yeah, just yeah. The, f- the vainest form of narcissism. <laughs> you fall in love with yourself. <laughs> Uh, and of course, that gets played up on in episode four. And that spoiler, because yeah, it was out last week. So ep- spoilers. Well, the end know. of the episode is they're trying to get off the planet, and then basically they cause a nexus event or the little timeline thing squiggle on the radar. Yeah. So the TVA finds them, comes arrests them, and then episode four is them basically try. Oh, because the big re- uh, reveal of episode three was that the TVA agents are people. Variants, which I had that the- theory. From the real timeline that then get taken in when they're like when they're variants and then they get taken in and they go and hunt down other variants. Which leads on to the cliffhanger of episode four, which is the timekeepers are not real. See, I called that from like the first time we see them because they're just like all smoke and mirrors, basically. Yeah, like the, the costumes. Look, I was unsure about it, but I was Did thinking if these are subtitles? real. No. Oh, I turned on subtitles because I couldn't fucking understand the one with the mustache. <laughs> I was um, just like, what the fuck's this mopey little fish lizard boy saying? When we saw them, I thought the uh, the prosthetics looked really out of place and it looked almost bad. So if that yeah. was the real timekeepers, I would have been really upset. See, yeah, I think I think as soon as because I know Marvel has massive budgets for these. And the the CGI in the last one, that was my big complaint of the episode three, was the CGI looked a bit, all the backgrounds looked 
Like, yeah, very bit, composited yeah. weirdly. Because you could very much tell they're just on a green screen, basically. And I was like, uh. I mean, sometimes it is difficult to do an alien world. We've got no scenery at all to base it off of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that. But I just thought, like, uh, it's it's weird depths of field for me, at least on that purplish planet. Because there was, like, a weird tint around the characters. Yeah, yeah I do that agree. Could... But that does raise a question of who's actually behind all this. Well, it's probably Kang. Yeah, well, I actually did a little bit of a lore reading on this. And apparently, there's... Why would you mean you just went and looked at a bunch of conspiracy theories on... No, actual... <laughs> Uh, law reading of Marvel Comics oh, what really? happened in the comics and I can't remember the, the guy's name it's like he who who's there or something he hasn't actually got a proper name but he created yeah. the TVA and the timekeepers but before he created the timekeepers he created the time twisters and in they just play twister all day yeah well in the comics the time twisters teamed up with Kang the Conqueror to and they pretended to be the timekeepers and they controlled the TVA to create one timeline which mm. is kind of what's happening here so I think it's likely Kang the Hunker is doing this. It could also bring in the Time Twisters or, who, or that is who he who's there or something, mm. whatever his name is. So it could I have been be all that. I'd be surprised if Marvel it, like takes from like the darkest corners of their comic book lines because they've done it before. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that's the route they're going. I, I, I mean, I don't see a reason why Kang the Hunker is not going to be involved in this. Well, like they do love to just throw characters who have been in past things like in anything anyway so they and we get lady sif again i'm really glad to see that oh yeah it was, it was nice to have a nice scene uh last time i saw it was in uh in the show. She, she was meant to be in um like end game and stuff but scheduling contract uh conflicts and she was meant to be in uh for ragnarok. ragnarok um but again scheduling contracts uh she couldn't go out and film it so so i guess she she's just of, dead off screen. she managed to get scott off, uh, no she no she was she was just out because Loki, apparently, what happened was Loki cast her out of Asgard when he took over Asgard in oh. four two. So she was basically cast out of Asgard, um, and then so maybe we'll see in Thor. The events of Ragnarok happen, and then the events of Infinity War and Endgame happen, and we don't know what happened to her in that timeline. Um, but now she's back in the MCU as a loop. Yeah, that that's good. Her where she just punches and knees Loki in the balls multiple times. We definitely get a bit of character development with Loki as well in this well, episode. I, I, I saw a lot of people get uh, like misinterpret it because basically they were f- they because it's a time loop and it's basically the same thing over and over and over again. Um, basically, I think because people were complaining that he can change the events, right? Because he can basically talk to her and she won't hit him or knee him in the balls. I think people wanted it to just be a continuous thing and he could not stop it because it's meant to be his own personal hell where it's in a loop and it's just continuously happening over and over again and he has no control. But because he can change the events of it, because he can stop her from basically punching him. But I think the moment that really hits him is the moment where she tells him that he's all alone and will be forever. Yeah, and he doesn't because want to be is, alone. Which that is his greatest it. fear. It's not her punching him and kicking it, kneeing him in the balls. It's her saying that he will forever be alone. And because he's just found his self and he loves himself, yeah. <laughs> or is beginning to love himself, it's all up in the air. And also, we get random Lokis at the end because Loki dies. Yes. We think but he dies. a question of off. where do these variants go? <laughs> Yeah, so I thought that because in the comic books there's like a a realm where it's just like a prison world, 
Right, yeah. I can't remember. It's like for a Fantastic Four thing where they, um, because it's like in the, uh, what's it fucking called in the fan, fan four stick? It's that world that they go to in that. Oh, that world. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and that's basically like a, um, I think it was meant to be that. I don't remember if they ever called it that in the movie because fuck that movie. It was boring. <laughs> um, but essentially that realm is a realm where they send like the MCU's most dangerous prisoners. Right. And it, and it's Well, maybe, like, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, but we we get at the end, we get our first post credit scene in this series, and it's a bunch of other Lokis who have ridiculous costumes, and there's an alligator. I did not notice that, but that's cool. But we'll have to wait. Yeah, the next little week. kid ones, the little kid ones holding an alligator. Yeah. Well, we'll wait, we'll wait until next week to see the reveal, and we'll give our review on that episode as well in the next episode. But yes, next up, let's go on to stream that movie news into my head. I'm gonna go through the trailers of the week. So we've got three trailers that actually interested weeks. us. Oh, this week and last week. All right, yeah, okay. Yeah, we're catching All up right. on some stuff as well. So yeah, it's a bit, bit of a, might be a bit of a longer episode this week. Uh, but we're going to start with the new Suicide Squad trailer, officially called Rain. Uh, this is the third yes. trailer. We get a bit more of the story in this one. Uh, basically, it re- it's a bit more focused on Idris Elba. Yes, which I do get a bit of worrying vibes from it. I reckon they're pumping it up and then he's probably just going to be dead in the first five minutes. <laughs> Because that would be fucking great if they did that. They have all of this fake marketing, build him up as like this super, and then he just gets shot in the head at the first five minutes of the movie. I would rate him for it. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past James Gunn. Maybe they wouldn't because it's Idris Elba and you wouldn't want to fuck about with him. Um, yeah, I mean, he's they a... basically... The confusing thing is they say that he's he shot Superman and put him in the ICU. Yes. So that that has led people to because I think James Gunn has come out and said that it's still the DCEU, so the Zack Snyder DC is right, connected yeah. to this, or it's still part of the DCEU, but we don't know whether or not that's Zack Snyder's DCEU, or have they pushed Zack Snyder's DCEU to the side, and this is a continuation of the DCEU that they want to continue. <laughs> It's well, very fucking Warner confusing. Brothers have screwed up so much of DC. However, I'm still looking forward to this movie. Yeah, this one kind of gave me a bit more to get like interested in because it gives you a bit more of the story. They're going, I think they say Project Starfish. Yeah, so the, that's going to be Starro. So yeah, so Starro is definitely the thing that they're going for. Um, Gives you a couple more of the jokes, but some of them don't land for me. Like the weasel one. I mean, it's, it's James Gunn humor. Yeah. A it, lot it, of um, like Guardians 2 I didn't like. The humor wise, mm. but yeah, it, it's ultimately looks interesting, and we'll, I guess we'll just have to see it play out in movies. Yeah, I mean, but, we'll but it does. See. It this one has definitely made me a bit more interested in it. I was always interested. One, oh, I was always interested, but th- I was a bit soured on the last trailer because it kind of just, eh, it kind of rubbed me the same way the first Suicide Squad trailer, the very first movie, right? And it was just kind of like it was trying so hard. This one seems to have chilled out a bit, where they're just giving you what is the actual goal of the movie. Yeah, I have to wait and see. Um, Also, I found out the release date for the UK is actually earlier than expected. That happens most of the time. We seem to get stuff earlier because we can actually keep fucking spoilers and stuff off the internet for a week before everyone else gets (laughs) to see it. Whereas whenever America gets it, they always just spoil it because they don't give a shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So in the UK, I believe it's at the end of July it comes out. Hmm. So that's uh, should be a lot better, hopefully. It's thirtieth uh, of July. Oh, nice. Uh, whereas I think America is sixth of August. Yeah, 
interesting. So we, we will have a TBO to... episode covering covering that probably the episode after it comes out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, it'll be the Friday where after it comes out probably. Unless it comes out on a Friday, then it be then it be the Friday after that. <laughs> then it will be whenever. Well, a uh, Saturday. I mean Saturday. Sorry. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Our, our schedule change. It's Saturday. Shall we move on to Shang Chi? Or uh, I can't remember. Someone said it, uh, we're pronouncing that wrong. I think it's Sang. Oh, I can't fucking. I, I, I say Shang-Chi. I say Shang-Chi. Shang I don't think people say Shang-Chi. I think it's something different. I think it's a different pronunciation people are saying. Um, But we're, we're ignorant and we're going to say Shang-Chi. I'm going to say until I hear otherwise. I've not heard otherwise. I think it's... I can't. I don't fucking know. It was off the top of my head. I've heard someone say it was different and that got in my head. Um... Blah, 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 daddy issues, blah, 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 blah. The Abomination is back fighting Wong from the uh, Doctor Strange. That's oh. all I care about. Wait, yeah, Wong's in there, very... Yeah, that's the guy the Abomination's fighting in the cage. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's so cool. Yeah. I just know the Abomination was there. I was like, oh my goodness, you yeah. abomination, abomination in this. Yeah, the one MCU movie that you haven't seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so Which cool. Has... I like that. Yeah. I want to know why the fuck Wong is fighting him in a cage because technically we don't know when this movie takes place this could be between infinity war and endgame possibly in that five years well we don't know if um wong died well no wong probably lived because he had to get everyone through the portals yeah probably too fair he, he, he probably uh, someone had to i think they've also him. confirmed that he didn't die although he didn't do much to help after he kind of just peaced out in infinity war he was just like well dr strange has fucked off i've got to protect the sanctum He's not wrong. He gets <laughs> yeah, but now he's been captured and put in a cage and fighting the abomination. So. And not doing well, apparently, because he just gets fucking bashed. I'm but just that, trying to find that's... out the pronunciation right now. You what? A Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I think people are saying. It's Shang-Chi. It's Shang-Chi. Well, we don't, we don't speak the language, so if we've said it wrong, please, uh, we apologize. But yeah, this, it, this gives you a bit more backstory and a bit more of what the, the overarching premise of this movie is and it's basically daddy issues like every mcu movie yeah yeah it's it's not every, thanos every... or kang the conqueror anymore no it's just dads well even in fucking thanos is it's a true dad. that's a bad it's dad daddy as well. issues. every marvel movie is just daddy issues yeah all the writers yeah. all the writers on marvel movies have daddy issues dc is mom issues marvel is daddy issues <laughs> that that's is a good way of uh, separating which... them yep uh well the fight scenes off, in this look very cool yeah they look very action-packed and all over the place and there's a big old dragon in a pond that's true i think this trailer has made me a lot more excited for it than the first one did yeah the first one kind of i wasn't that fussed it didn't hit because, right i think it was because of that joke at the end on the bus and i was just like, oh. but this one ended with the abomination which we haven't seen since 2008 technically is but isn't part of the mcu <laughs> Well, no, they own the characters. They just don't own the rights to produce movies. Yeah. Because if they do produce a movie with the Hulk, they have to make it through Universal because Universal owns the rights yes. to make a Hulk solo movie. Yes. So that's why Thor had the Hulk in it because they could bypass it because it's a team-up movie and the Hulk can be in it. And the Avengers is a team-up movie, so he can be in it. The only reason he's never getting a solo movie is because it has to go through Universal. Yeah, anyway, but yeah, it's a good trailer. Um, well, well, speaking of trailers that are good... Clifford the Big Red Dog. Yes, and it's got uh, Jack Whitehall as one of the main leads. Yeah, the dad or something of the daughter. Yeah. And fuck the and the CGI of this dog looks terrible. It does. It it looks still cute, and I like no. the ball moment. What, where he goes and grabs the ball? And yeah, I like that the, moment. That's, the that's a good Zumba moment. Ball. The big the big blow up ball. That yeah, you yeah, can go yeah. Inside. I mean, it's all right. You know that moment? I like that moment. I think it's quite cool. 
I feel like if there was a big dog, dog, it would do that. Mm. I know this is a kid's movie, and we're probably being way too critically harsh on it. But, like, <laughs> yes. you couldn't have made the dog look... Why are you just doing a big dog and then just grayscale, uh, color-creating it to red? I mean, like, it is Clifford a big red dog. Yeah, but it doesn't look right. It's like a weird shade of red, and it's just a big dog. Like, I get it, but it does... Also, the little version of the dog looks creepy as fuck. Yeah, I thought it was cute. I think they... No, I think they made it too small. I think they took a big dog, shrunk it down, and it doesn't look right. No, that, that, that uh, was... Because um, they've got a TV show as well for when he's baby as well. Yeah, but I don't think it works because I think they just got a big dog and shrunk it down <laughs> rather than getting a puppy and having a puppy. I mean, they just got a big... So all the proportions look weird to me. I don't know. Maybe, but... I mean, I doubt either of us will watch anyway. It's fucking red. Uh, but did you ever watch the actual animated TV show? No. I watched like a couple episodes when I was a kid and I never really got into it. It was always kind of annoying because <laughs> it was just the dog talking to a bunch of other animals, but it was big. There was no real entertainment value in the show. Is really, that not entertaining for... to you? No, big dog don't do it for me. Oh, but it's so cute. No. It is. It's cute. I mean, it doesn't look terrible. It just looks kind of wonky in terms of CGI. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I doubt we're going to be seeing it. No. However, I felt like we talked about it long enough. And we should go some casting news for the week. Or last week as well. (laughs) Or weeks. (laughs) And uh, first of all, we're going to bring up West Side Story, which you mentioned a few times. And Mm -hmm. the star, Rachel Zegler, is to lead Disney's Snow White remake. Yes. So this person... I've found out, has not actually been in any movies that have released yet, but is in, like, four of the biggest, three of the biggest movies coming out. I mean, that's impressive. I mean, if you can do it, I mean... She's been in West Side Story, she's gonna be in Shazam 2, and Uh, she's now cast in Disney's Snow White remake. And it looked, I mean... We must have a lot of faith in it. She must have done something else before this. They get all those. Or maybe they just think, oh, you're good for this one, you can be good for us. Well, I think she, I think she's relatively unknown. Um, it's weird though, but I don't think she's bit like I don't think she's done any movies. So, has, um, have they not done a Snow White live action yet? Yeah, she's. Oh, I don't think so. But yeah, she's she has only been it. Uh, she's only been in West Side Story, Shazam: Fury of the Gods, and both those movies haven't come out yet. And now she's cast in uh live uh, live action Snow White. I mean, she looks she she's probably very good if they've cast her in a lot of big Hollywood movies, and she might be the next big thing. We don't know. Ah, and also. But I didn't even realize I follow her on Twitter, which is crazy to me because I didn't even know I followed her. I don't know when I followed her or why I decided to follow her, but I I did. Uh, but I I followed her apparently before all of this, before I even knew she was in any movies. I imagine some people will be angry about this casting decision. What, because she's not white? <laughs> yeah, I can imagine some uh, very uh, racist people are going to be very mad about this. Oh yeah, it's like this Little Mermaid remake they're doing where it's a, a non-white character. Yeah, but I think it's Who fine. Who cares? Right? These are fictional characters. Who gives a shit? Exactly. If your defining trait is they're white, that's not a good character. It's all the other stuff about the character that makes them interesting. Their skin color should not play anything into it. And just because no, they're white. I do agree. So white, However, the one exception to that is if it, it depends on the backstory. For example, in Black Panther, if, it, yeah, it's all based in Africa have, or like middle of South Africa. African it's based in the middle of Africa, though. It would be a bit you weird just have a one Elon white Musk. man. A... You could have Elon Musk down from <laughs> South Africa. It would be very weird <laughs> just to have Elon one white Musk. man there. They did have one white man. He was um boy. Yeah, from yeah. South. Uh, what's his name? Oh, 
Not Michael Owen. Is Michael Boy Owen? from The Hobbit as well. Michael. Martin no, Owen. His name's Owen something. Freeman. Martin Freeman. Oh, it's Martin. I was completely wrong. Who's Owen. Who are you fucking thinking's Owen? Owen Wilson. Yeah, I think it's called you Owen thinking, Wilson. You thinking of Owen Wilson from Loki? I think he's just on my head. Yeah, Owen Wilson's on my head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's move on. Moving on to more Disney castings. Yes. Scarlett Johansson to star in Tower of Terror movie. Yes. What is this movie so, about? So it's a Disney ride, like Pirates of the Caribbean. Ah. And they go guaranteed success. <laughs> Not really, because Jungle Cruise is also a. No, even heard of Jungle Cruise. Disney. Well, that stars Emily Blunt and The Rock, and it looks okay. It's like a little tugboat, and they're just on it. And wait, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's wearing like a Sailor Man outfit, but it's like Jungle Sailor Man outfit, and the shirt's too small because, of course, it is for The Rock. And I don't know. I have no interest in that movie. But I mean. She's also going to produce it, I think. So, why not? I mean, yeah. I, I think the Tower of Terror is just the ride where it goes up. I think, it yeah, it kind of just doesn't it kind of stop at one point as well? Yeah. Uh, How are they going to turn this into a story? Just have it like um, an elevator that you ride, and then the elevator is falling, and you just stop at different. Yeah, but how do you st- how do you stop a story? Make, make a story about this. I mean, it gets Pirates of the Caribbean. It's about pirates, right? Yeah. Tower of Terror is like well, I think it's Hollywood. Maybe it's like a horror film. Why is Disney trying to turn every ride they have into a movie? It'll make money. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the answer, Dan. It's because Pirates of the Caribbean was very successful. Yes, and they don't and want to keep making it because Johnny Depp's gone. Them. Well, they might. He might be back. Who knows? I feel like they might have to bring him back. They might have. Well, they might have to do a passing of the torch. They can't just basically get rid of him because people won't accept that. No. Although they tried to do that in the fourth movie, didn't they? Because they tried to get the uh, fee- the the lady who he was friend, ex lover, or something. Of it's been yeah, a while because... since I've watched that. I really liked that movie. I don't know why I liked it because of the mermaids. Ah, you're horny over mermaids. Well, they weren't wearing anything, Dan. So. But, I mean, that's true. But <laughs> they were not wearing anything. Who doesn't want to fuck half fish, half woman? I don't think you can. You can get a mouth job. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you could cut some fins. <laughs> okay, okay. It's time to move on. I'm going to continue going back to Marvel. And I found something quite wholesome. And apparently uh, the Loki star, Sophia DiMartino, who plays Sylvie in Loki, uh, had a costume altered so she could breastfeed on set. Yeah. And I thought it was just a, a nice wholesome thing that Disney's doing now, like how the industry's moving towards. Well, yeah, because I think a lot of people have had... It just allowed her to be actually able to continue working afterwards without having to, like, take the entire costume off or be embarrassed because of, like, oh, I have to go change or leaking and all that, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's just a really nice thing. I don't know if it's a common thing in the industry. I think it's the first time I've heard of it. I think least. it's not, but I think that's because a lot of women... I think they've now started hiring a lot of women to... um help with the costuming and they're actually like taking input from women yeah Whereas which makes it would sense. be just where it would have just been probably like a man at the top telling all the the female costume designers and stuff uh, hey and now they're kind of listening to it and actually allowing them to put inputs in and make alterations that actually help yeah for, it's, for it's a good thing definitely yeah and i hope the industry kind of moves more forward towards this yeah so basically it was just concealed zippers that go around her boobs and then that she like you can take those off and then you have the boob and then you can milk or breastfeed yeah and i I think yeah most time they don't tend to hire like mums a young mums wouldn't be able to do these jobs well yeah well yeah because i think they had for the avengers i think scarlett johansson was pregnant so they had to keep shooting around that 
because uh, they're like it's a lot of top shots because you cut around the belly and stuff but she's had the baby and i think it's just that she would have had to look after the baby and wouldn't have been able to work if she couldn't because she didn't want to have to do all the costuming and it would take a while and if your baby wants to feed then she cut, she'd have take off all the costumes yeah to get yeah it. So yeah having it built in is probably a good thing and hopefully more and more studios do it because fuck makeup and costuming is a lot yes and having quick access it's like um batman they had to install zippers on bat suits because a lot of the time they really needed to pee but they had to take the whole entire costume off because they didn't have zippers yeah <laughs> and i think and i think christian bale's advice to ben affleck when he got hired was make sure they install a zipper yeah, on the bat yeah. suit <laughs> so that you can go and pee because otherwise you have because it's just entire latex and you have to take the entire latex off it doesn't work <laughs> in other words no. but men got it before men could get a penis hole women need breast holes they probably would be to be honest. Yeah, but they wear skirts. It's fine. Just do pop a squat. Yeah, well, most of them do. Apart <laughs> from maybe this costume. Get a shiwi, that weird funnel she- device. Okay, it's like a f- okay. It's time to move on. <laughs> and let's bring up Transfor- Transformers Seven. When was Transformers Outlast? I feel like it was a decade ago. Uh, what? Transformers when Six. Was- when was this? Age of Extinction. Two thousand nineteen. I think 2020. I haven't watched any of the Mark. Um... 2014. It was seven Wait, years what? ago. What? Last one. one. That's the wrong one. Fifth one. You want the last night or whatever it is. Oh, I, I forgot about the night one. Almost the last night. 2017. Still fucking five years ago. <laughs> I can't believe they're still making them. Well, they made Bumblebee. Bumblebee is technically the last one they made, and that was a soft reboot because it's now wait. Michael Bay is no longer making them. Yeah. So, I think this is a continuation of Bumblebee, but it's now set in the 90s, because I think Bumblebee was set... But this is Beast Wars, basically, which is just animal Transformers. So rather than transforming from car uh, into cars, they now transform into big animals. Okay, this is getting ridiculous think... now. No, this is all from the comics uh, and the cartoons. It's still <laughs> crazy. Yeah, like, how many is going to but... arrive in 2022? Yeah. Seven years after the first one. After sorry, seven years? No, six years. Six years after the last one. Six years after the last. Uh, well, technically, Bumblebee came out in 2019. I yeah, think. but I don't class Bumblebee as a Transformers film. Well, this is the soft reboot. So, 2018, Bumblebee came out. Fuck. Yeah, I must say, it, must I like, it feels like ages I like ago. Bu- to be honest, Bumblebee was all right. I actually liked Bumblebee. I haven't watched the Mark Wahlberg ones because apparently they're just trash and they're filled with um, advertisements and terrible action and just dumbass plot and i kind of gave up after shia labeouf's last one the dark of the moon or whatever it was let me guess a little ratings graph ah look at that they've significantly got worse over time i think they've too bad they had dinosaurs uh, in it from what i saw but they had the weird scene where the guy has to basically have a card that's saying he's allowed to have sex with underage women yeah. That is a scene in that movie that I have seen multiple times because people keep posting it and I'm just like, what the fuck is this movie? And I, I, and I just keep thinking that some studio executive has a daughter who's doing that with some older man and he's just like, ah, oh, goddammit, I've got to get this in a movie so people think it's an actually good thing. Actually, no, this is the seventh one. The first one came out in 1986. Yeah, that's the animated one, Dan. Yeah, but it still counts. Does it? Yeah, it counts. Yeah, well, I mean, the cartoon came out before that, so... Well, it counts as... The toy line came out before all of that, so... I mean, it's technically been around for a long time. Ultimately, I don't think I'm going to watch this, because I don't know if it... I don't know if Mark Wahlberg's... 
I don't think Mark Wahlberg's going to return because this is set before all of those and it's a soft reboot. So it kind of diverts from the timeline of what's already come, kind of like Days of Future Past did for um, X-Men. That Bumblebee did that for the Transformers. I think this this franchise should just be left. It just needs to be left. Like Lord of the Rings, you just leave it. All I've the 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 thing is the CGI got worse. Yeah, because the they got lazy. The first yeah. Transformers was a genuinely good film. Yeah, and all the transformations were really interesting and really like actually looked cool. And then they just made it like, oh, it's just boxes, and they just all form into the robots. Because they wanted to keep the budget down, basically, of the CGI costs. Yeah, but how much story can you actually do with these things? You can't do that much story. They just need to get rid of the fucking humans. That's what drags them down. It's like King Kong and Godzilla. You don't fucking care about any of the humans in these movies. You just care (laughs) about the robots. robots. That's what you care about. Just set it on their fucking planet. Have it be a war on their planet, Cybertron or whatever it is. Yeah. Just fucking do that. Don't, Don't have humans in your fucking giant robot movie. Or your giant ape versus Godzilla movie. Yes. Anyway, let's move on to Halo TV show. And apparently, its showrunner might is reported to leave actually after the first season. Yeah, it doesn't look good, though, does that? No. If your showrunner doesn't want to stick around after the first season, it's not ultimate. I mean, it, it, it could be good. But I didn't even realize they were making it. I thought this was being a movie. I didn't realize it was a TV show. I mean, this has been in like development hell for ages. It's never good think... when it's something's in development hell. Look at New Mutants. <laughs> well, that was yeah. Go check out uh, our review on that episode. It's a great review. The nine-episode season was originally sh- set for Showtime in the states, but before shifting to Paramount Plus in February, it's due to air there at some point during the first quarter of 2022. Pablo Schreiber, American Gods, plays Master Chief from American Gods. Uh, okay. Natasha L. Ecklehorn, The Truman Show, plays Dr. Catherine Hensel. I don't know who any of these characters are. No, I've for... never played Halo. I don't think either of us have, have we? No. I've we've played the game from the same developers of the first Halo. Uh, Bun- Halos. Bungie. Would you like to see a Dusty TV show? I don't know what they do with it. I think you just do if they, like the Red War. If they do the cutscenes, if they made just a TV show of all the cutscenes in Destiny and I could just watch all the cutscenes, I would watch it. <laughs> because I'm sure someone on YouTube's done that and I can watch that, but I need to find it. But I don't know what the story of Halo is, and I don't know if it interests me enough to watch it, because it'd probably be just generic sci-fi action maybe and especially I mean, on a I think TV. it's worth getting the first episode apparently it's a nine episode season yeah i don't know whether or not I'm... but it is on paramount so i don't know how good paramount paramount does the transformers here miss yeah i think paramount does transformers who cares <laughs> <laughs> couldn't have said about it myself from one gaming thing to another gaming thing though the last of us tv show has started production that's Yay! all and someone but else got cast for this one. Well, you know my thoughts on this. I don't know why it needs to be a TV show. I'll give it a go. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not happy. I'm not overly ecstatic about it because playing the first one and the second one, they are my favorite games of all time, my favorite series of all time, and I don't see the point of making it a TV show because the game is gonna be a whole lot better. Yeah, you do run the risk of making too much tv show a lot we've seen so many 
problems of games turning to TV shows. It just ends TV show being bad. Yeah, they've said that they're diverting from the some of the plot lines from the games. So I don't know what they're going to do. if Because if they do the second game, then they're going to do some stuff that's going to piss people off. Or they could go and correct stuff that pissed people off in the second game for season two. But I don't know how they're going to stretch... Because the game's about 15 hours long, the first one, with the cutscenes yeah, and, and everything in it. To be fair, it's sort of similar to a book. Making a game into a film, was that making a book into a film? Well, I don't know, because we don't know how many seasons it is. Because it says se- it's going to be one season at least, because they're going to do that. And we don't know how many episodes it is. We don't know how long the episodes are going to be. Because it could be the Marvel approach of Well, it's HBO whatever. doing it. Yes, yeah, so I imagine an hour long. to create multiple seasons most of the time. I imagine so. And with this property, they'd probably love to stretch it out. But we don't. I don't know what they're gonna do if they're gonna take the first season and have it as part of the first half of the first game, and then the second season is the second part of the sec- first game, and then third season is the first part of the third game, uh, second game, and then blah 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 blah. Possibly, and that that's sort of similar to what they did with um his dark materials. Each season was a book, so they could make yeah. each season a game. It just uh, I don't know how they I don't know how they're gonna adapt this. I I have faith because it looks like because they did it's the guy who did chernobyl and apparently chernobyl's really good um and a lot of the cast is good like uh pedro pascal was apparently playing the main dude joel i think he is a good actor pedro pascal (laughs) yeah i don't think they'll do a bad job i just don't know what they're gonna do differently and whether or not that will have an impact on my enjoyment of it yeah i suppose it depends on just how much worse or better it is than the game it depends on if they're like one to one faithful. Why not just play the game? And if they well, divert it too much, I don't much... think that's necessarily a bad thing. There's one to one faithful, or, or maybe just slight changes here and there, just to try to try to tweak it. Then, because that's what his dark materials did. Okay, I keep, I'm gonna keep comparing this because I love the show. Go for it. But it, it makes it a lot more honest to it. And the only problem with doing it one-to-one is that the game came out very recently. The first one came out in 2011? Yeah, but if you're going to base for the second one as well, make a second season. No, 2013, hang on. I think the first one came out. Yeah, but the remaster out. also came out recently. Where the the yeah, advantage well, the, of was, his Dark Materials was the book came out in 1990s. So 20 years later, doing it one-to-one is, is giving it to a new generation of people. So yeah. maybe one-to-one wouldn't be that bad if it was 10 years ago roughly 2013 yeah end of the playstation 4's life uh playstation 3 life cycle yeah 2013 so over eight years ago i don't think it'd and be the like... worst thing in the world if they did one-to-one because you, you the whole point of having a good tv show is that you get the good action and you get the good emotional dialogue yeah but the, and the, good the, the benefit to the game is though that there's so many subtle things in the game like there's parts where you use the characters together and then there are certain moments where there's an emotional thing happens and then the characters don't work together and you kind of you have like you've been working together this entire time and then something happens and then they just don't they don't mesh anymore and then they kind of have to kind of bring it back together and the gameplay infects that because you're like the the moments where you're not talking they're not helping or they're distracted and they don't they're not as quick to the draw as helping you and it's just subtle things in the game that kind of push the storytelling Whereas in a TV show, it's just how a TV show presents it, where it's just, you don't have any interaction with it, you're just watching it. I mean, possibly. But I, I get if that they The can, Last of Us has a lot of... they can write it right, and they can do it good, to get good actors, get good act, good, good yeah. actors, good writers, then they can do a good job. And it, I don't doubt as long this as it's interesting. 
Yeah. As, as long as, as all the do... show needs to be at the end of the day, it just needs to be interesting and entertaining. Yeah. It doesn't actually have to be faithful or whatever. It, it can actually get hate, but for as long as it's entertaining, it'll do well. My my thing is, if they don't, if they divert too much, why make it a Last of Us? Why not just make generic zombie? That's all I'm thinking. Is if they go too far well, down one path, have they actually path, confirmed it's going to be called Last of Us, or is it going to be called something else? No, it is the Last of Us. It is uh, literally the Last of Us because it's got the okay. developer behind. It's got the uh, writer of the Last of Us and the studio developer. Oh, it's mainly kind of behind. Game of Thrones. It's got a different name. I think it will probably be called the Last of Us. Who knows? Well, you got to fucking push the name because Sony loves to push their brand names off their games if they're converting them to properties because they're doing the uncharted you just push that brand name and people know the last of us so anyway moving on to i would love to my computer's frozen (laughs) or at least my crib's frozen let's move on to why does this exist oh there we go i'm back yes i'm back to living again after trying to open up our sheet of news topics (laughs) anyway why does this exist and this week, we've got researchers develop world's first weight loss device. And I'm assuming world's it's... World's first. What? World's first, Dan. World's You're first. The only one that I anyone's going to need. I mean, I don't trust this. Dan, do you like magnets? I love magnets. Magnets are so cool. Would you like magnets on your teeth so no. you can't open your mouth? Oh, is it actually what this is? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. It's, it's two magnets that are attached to your teeth. And they op- they give you just enough so you can open your jaw so you can put a straw in. So you can, can you talk? They said you can talk. Whether or not you can talk well, or you're just you talking through your teeth. Yes, I want a word of diet where I cannot eat too much. However, you can still drink fizzy drinks. But this is a torture device. This is not a weight loss device. It looks terrible. And this was created by the University of Otago? Yes. Yes. Uh, it looks terrifying. This looks like something out of like a mental asylum. It's basically one magnet on your like third from back tooth, and then on the top and bottom one, and then it's just a magnet that is uh, basically. I think you can switch on and off with like because I think the big problem is if you have your mouth closed and you choke, mm. and you or you vomit, where's your vomit gonna go? So you'll dra- you'll choke to death basically. Like, well, no, your vomit can still come out. Yeah, well, so how can you choke? There's a thing in your well, mouth. That, no, <laughs> no, because there's the... Uh, it's like a torture thing where they sew your... Uh, no, uh, brace your teeth together. Right. It's like an old... It's an old medieval thing. And basically, people, um, when they vomit, the vomit has nowhere to go because it's all locked... All your teeth are locked together. So whilst it can sort of get out... If you vomit a lot and then you're vomiting because you're vomiting, it, you basically drown in your own vomit. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. And this is that, but with just a magnet on your tooth. <laughs> Apparently, it's got a switch that you can, uh, or like a quick control switch, so you can actually get it off. But it's insane that anyone I would, would do never this. apply this. This It looks awful. Also, participants in the Dundee based trial lost an average of 6.36 kilograms in two weeks and were motivated to continue their weight loss journey. Apparently, that is a dangerous amount of weight loss in such a short time. Yeah, you should not lose that much. That's a lot. How many how much is that in pounds? Uh, 3.6, uh, 6.36 kg. Six point. Uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a lot to lose in such fourteen pounds in a week. Yeah, that's nearly a stone in a week. Or is that is that a stone? It's a stone, isn't it? I don't know how much stone is. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure like they, they, they say you should lose like one pound a week. Okay, this is this is what is recommended roughly on the first Google search. Over the long term, it's smart to aim for losing one to two pounds, zero point five to one kilogram a week. Yeah, that's what I say. Like, yeah, one to two pounds. A Generally, week, yeah. to lose one to two pounds a week. So that's six. That's triple the amount that it recommends. That's awful. Yeah, that's not, that's not triple. That's six times. Well, one to two. It's six kg. You said one kg. Well, that's six times the amount. Six times the amount, basically. Uh, nah, that's not good for you. That's really bad. Why does this exist? People can just diet. It is really easy to just diet. Yeah, but this is basically starving yourself because you can't open your jaw. Yeah, but there's still a flick, a flick lever. Well, you have to get a doc, a dentist to do it. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Forget this. This is awful. Well, that's why it's under why does this exist? Uh, that, and it, it, we do still question why does this exist, even doing some more research. But let's go from the torture chamber to something a bit more lighthearted. Oh, hang on. There it is. Oh. The practice of surgically wiring people's jaw shut became popular in the 1980s, but it came with a risk. Vomiting brought with it the risk of choking, and after 9 to 12 months, the patients developed gum disease. In some cases, there were continuing issues with restriction of jaw movement, and some developed acute physiatric conditions. Psychiatric. Although I do, the only difference is that I send for nine to twelve months. But if you're basing on losing six point three six kg in two weeks, ah, here we go. Patients are given a tool to open the device in an emergency, but none of the study participants needed to use it. Whilst they were all described the device as tolerable, the design has been improved, making it similar to improve functionality, comfort, and aesthetics. Don't Still, like it. It's just, it's just a magnet on your teeth, and that's bad. No, I don't like this. This is awful. <laughs> I would not have this. Like I said, let's go to something a bit more lighthearted. Of, we've lost the controller of the news. For gaming news of the week. Weeks. Thank you. Hi, Alexa. We love you. (laughs) Robot overall. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about games. I suppose it's something to do with her. Maybe I don't know. Uh, I mean, so start off with Sony has been in the market doing some browsing on their version. Taking out their checkbook. Taking out their checkbook. And they've done a bunch of buying of buying Returnal Returnal developer, Horse Mark. House Mark, eh? That's the one. I don't know I've got a horse one. <laughs> and they've brought uh, Nixes, which is a PC porting specialist. Yes. So what is Sony's so game plan right here then? Try and at least buy developers that they like who have made games for them so they stop going over to Xbox. My only... Wo- I mean, I suppose they've got the PC porting specialist, so maybe the games will be going to PC. Maybe they well, plan on we've had on a that? couple go. We've had um, Horizon Zero Dawn, Death Stranding, the Motorcycle 1... Days Gone. Uh, Godfall um, came out at the same time on PC as PS4. Yep. Uh, the Final Fantasy games of PC, or the potentially going to PC. Um, it's just a good time to be a PC gamer, really, isn't it? You get, you get the best of everything. Yeah. You get all the You'll Xbox never get exclusives. The you get the P- PS4 exclusives, eventually. Or PS5 exclusives, but no one has a PS5. You can remote play them to your PC if you wanted to. Yeah, I mean, it's just a good time to be a PC gamer, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, it might be. If they're buying a PC porting specialist, it does I imply... did want to get Returnal. Um, but it's what is Returnal? Semi- it's like a a death loop sort of thing. It's just... Oh, you, right, okay. It's like a loop. It's one of those shooter things where it's just a lot of shit on your screen and it just comes towards you. Um, and then it's... You're basically dying over and over again. 
and you've got to repeat and you get more story as you die over and over again. It's one of those sorts of games where you're just fighting endless hordes of monsters and bullets and everything and you're just trying to survive as far as you can and then when you die it resets and you go back to the beginning and you do it all over again. I That's mean, fun. The, the but it's not worth that game doesn't intrigue me too much. It's like dystopian. It's like um, gothic horror, sort of. Yeah, it looks too dark for me. I like, I like nice, vibrant scenarios. There's a lot of bullet hell time on it, so it's all bright balls of Yeah, I do agree. That's laser. a nice bit, but I just think it's a bit too dark of an area for my liking. Well, it's meant to be a horror game. As I well, know, so. I, I do I get it. I'm just saying, it's not my not my thing. Uh, okay. Other games they've made is Resogun Next Machine. Oh, that's the first thing I got on PlayStation 4. Oh, right. Because it was free. <laughs> uh, it was Masterful, the free PlayStation Plus Super game. Super Stardust, Dread Nation, Storm Drivers, Alienation, Outland, Super Stardust, Furmins, Aliens Incident, Supreme Snowboard. They've been around for a while, since They're 1990s. I liked Resogun. Resogun was great on the PlayStation 4. It was like the first thing I ever played. I, I should go back. It's just a, an endless shooter again. It's just you're in a little spaceship and you go and picking up people whilst trying to shoot all of these spaceships that are trying to get you. And you're just going around in a circle. So was Returnal an exclusive? Yes. It's so it's interesting why they bought them then. Oh, it's the same thing as Spider-Man developers. They're just buying the studios that they've that have made good games. For I suppose them. maybe they're just thinking, okay, these studios are good. They make good games. They're successful. Well, it's games. just basically stopping Microsoft from coming in and buying them because Sony's been very slow to the draw of actually purchasing developers who make games for them exclusively. Yeah, so I think now that Microsoft's coming in and stepping and going, hey, look, we're splashing the cash. My- Sony's kind of going, shit. If we lose our big heavy studios like Insomniac and House Marquee, we're gonna kind of lose our exclusive prestige. Yeah, it also they bought- Microsoft seems to be going for the more bigger ones, where Sony tends to be yeah, going for the little smaller Sony's ones. Sony's going for the little lower down. Well, but I mean, I feel like that one. can work in Sony's favor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, the Xbox is... is still doing um, indies and stuff because they bought like a bunch of little studios. Yeah, and there's always this kind of expectation when you go for big AAA games. When you buy yeah. a card or you buy a Halo or you buy a next, maybe the next Skyrim or whatever, you expect it to be really good. And sometimes it's really hard to meet up to that expectation. Whereas when the first Spider-Man came out, I don't think anyone was really, apart from the, watching the trailer, being well, excited the people the who liked Ratchet and Clank and stuff who had previously played their game had expectations. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of... A lot a lot of average people didn't. Yeah, exactly. But when you they see a like, big name, oh, you Spider-Man expect it. Game. But even, so I've never played Halo, but I still expect Halo Infinite to be a really good game just because everything behind it. And yeah. if it is, doesn't meet that, then it's going to be a, a flop. Yeah. Whereas if Sony uh, for, releases like a new Ratchet and Clank, which I've never played Ratchet and Clank properly, I don't expect it to be really good. Apparently the new Ratchet and Clank's really good. It does actually look quite good. I like the trailer. But I don't expect... I don't have this kind of high expectation of it just because it's Ratchet and Clank. Mm. But yeah. I, I want to know about the ne- Nexus people or Nixies. Or that is the interesting is. one because that does imply that Sony are going to be porting more games to PC. It's a Dutch studio that specializes in porting games to PC. So... Maybe they're trying I, to match Xbox Game Cloud to an extent. Maybe. Because Xbox are now saying you can now play their games without having an Xbox. Maybe PlayStation want people to play PlayStation games without having a PS5. Because they don't, yeah, they don't make money with PS5. Switch. No, but they, 
they make it through the PlayStation Store. Yeah, so I what they could be doing is making their own PS Store for PC. Probably. And then I mean, maybe selling all I, the exclusives on that. I put it past them, but I imagine they do it in the traditional Sony way where it's still probably be only a select of titles of games. Yes, I, I agree. I, I reckon it would just be... Like, you'll never no, get... No, do you chop- know what? I reckon, it was, I reckon they'll still put all of them on there because they, they said they don't make money from PS5s. They make money from the subscription, yes, the online subscription, mm. but they don't... When they sell PS5s, they sell it as a loss. Some of the PS4s. They do eventually make their money back. Uh, Yeah, but but they make it it through other things, not from the consoles itself. Well, actually, PlayStation has made profit on their consoles. It's just Xbox who hasn't, and Nintendo. Right, right, still. I I still think they're going to try to compete in that respect of not forcing PC gamers to buy PS5s. Because a lot of PC Mm. gamers don't want to buy it. They won't buy a PS5, even though they No, a lot of PC players do actually buy PlayStations. It's true. They don't buy Xboxes. Don't, cause, they, cause why you you got to weigh up your losses and gains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Sony makes massively good multi, uh, single-player, multiplayer games that are on their consoles. Yeah. That people could they, want to buy Could they get a high outreach by making that game available on PC as well? Yeah, but then you dilute your PlayStation market. Possibly. We'll have to wait and see. But I reckon it's, that they're it's definitely the, It's the a- Xbox argument. It's whether or not you care more about having the platform be as widely available as possible or you clamor for that exclusivity and you get the prestige that you have with it it's like the apple argument because android whilst it's open and everyone can play around in it and have all of their games on it and you basically get most of the same games on android and apple apple is exclusively apple so it's an ecosystem and you get to brag that you're in the Apple ecosystem and you have the prestige of the Apple, e- Apple ecosystem. That is true, you but don't... I, I feel like consoles are starting to diverge from that. It used to be console wars. It used to be, are you Xbox or PS, PC, or sorry, Xbox or PS5 and then PC, which is kind of a separate thing. Well, that's because Sony's, Sony's basically dominated. Nintendo's dominated. Microsoft's not dominated. So they're just switching over to try and compete in a market they already have a, a good grip in. Yeah. Because they own the, the software that every game is played on, so why not just market all of their games on the market that they already own? Yeah, I also feel because of the sort of pandemic we've been in now, where we have a lot of people not been able to buy PS5s and stuff. Yeah, it, and Xbox Game Pass being so easily available and having every game on it day one. Yes. Xbox past day one as they kept shoving down your face <laughs> in the E3 presentation. Anyway, I think it'd be interesting to see what's happening next. Yes. Uh, but let's go on to um, Marvel's Avengers. Yes, that yes. old game that came out ages ago by Square Enix. A game so. I will be playing again because I've decided that I'm going to jump back into it. It was more or less least... a flop to an extent. It, Yeah, I think it averaged like 500 people yeah, on it's Steam. Yeah, it's not great. Um, But it's got even worse because their new update leaks your IP address. Yep. If you're streaming, turn off and don't do it for a while. Because... Yes, Um, that's really bad. <laughs> this is a really bad thing to do. Yeah, it's just a bug in the code, basically. And yeah, I, I, I do get it. I imagine it's there from developer code. Um, probably. They probably, probably have a debug like a... and a release version, and in the debug version, they have all these stats up here on screen, and then they just probably got rid of a line of code that says, get rid of this in release. Yeah. So if you don't know what an IP address is, your IP address is your internet protocol address. It is a unique number that identifies a device location on the internet. If someone gets a hold of your IP address, they can, for one, use it to determine your approximate location, something that most Twitch game streamers try to avoid at all costs because of stalkers and bomb threats and um, 
like raids and stuff. Yeah, like SWAT calls and stuff. SWAT calls. Uh, the IP address can also be used to initiate cyber attacks against your device or misdirect authorities by making it look like illegal activity is originating from your device. In other words, you don't want your IP address showing up on screen in a video, a game, and might share screenshots or footage of online. Yeah, basically, and the more common one is also DDoS attacks as well. Yeah, basically where just people bombard all your stuff and overfill your servers so you can't actually do anything. And you lose your internet. Yes. Uh, and yeah, that's a big issue, but I think they've fixed it now. Yeah, I imagine it's a, quite a simple issue to fix. Like I said, it's probably just a bit of code yeah. they've removed or added in. But still, big old whoopsie for a game that already stumbled. It's, it's not line. looking good for Square Enix. And Hopefully their Avengers things... game can save them. <laughs> not Avengers. Um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Um, but speaking of things that are bad for people, Oculus developer pulls out of Facebook in headset VR ad trials. So, Dan, do you want ads in your VR games no. whilst you're playing? So, basically, Oculus was... Uh, there was a game coming out called... Uh, from Resolution Games, uh, the first developer signed up to test the Facebook's new plan for a VR headset ads has pulled its game Blaston out of the trial. Basically because of the backlash. <laughs> because no one wants fucking ads from Facebook popping up in their games. That's they're so be bad. Why would anyone... That's so... I know Facebook is a dodgy company, right? But that is terrible. Yeah. That's scummy <laughs> even for them. Uh, so here's a statement from them from Twitter. After listening to player feedback, we realized that Blaston, Blaston isn't the best fit for this type of advertising test. Therefore, we are no longer planning to implement the test. We look forward to seeing you in the arena and hope you try the crackdown update that went live today. To make it clear, we realize that Blaston isn't the best fit. Okay, it's just the same thing. Yeah, it's the uh, same thing. Um, so is this a free game? Uh, I think it's probably a free game. Okay, so that's play. a little bit more. But I think it's. I think uh, I can't realize what it is. I don't know what type of game it is. Uh, how Hang on, it... let me just look up Blaston. Is I I can't think of a single game apart from mobile games that have ads in them. That's not a thing. Uh, I'm pretty sure all EA games. Death Stranding also has advertisements. There's basically an advertisement for Norman Reedus's TV show where he rides a motorcycle in Death Stranding. Oh. And there's Monster Energy ads. Basically, you can just. But is that cut... product placement or actual ad? No, it's that's a product placement, but it's okay, like product placement isn't as bad as an actual ad. But there's an actual ad. You could go to the toilet, and one uh, and around the toilet, the glass thing is a TV or basically like a uh, like hologram thing showing an ad to watch Norman Reedus's TV show where he rides a mitre circle on ABC. <laughs> It's an actual thing in that That's game. That's so stupid. I mean, I, li- I like the idea of having actual ads in these kind of make-believe worlds, but not of actual things. Oh, it's available now, Blaston. Uh, Blaston just got bigger with the Crackdown update. Available now. Learn more about who's behind... What is it? I oh, don't know, like but it's an Oculus game, and we don't have Oculus VR headsets, so we cannot play it. I do. Oh, do you? How many VR headsets I don't know do you have? I have... Well, I have two mobile ones that I can't use anymore because I don't have the mobiles that fit. Uh, oh, right, I have yeah. one PlayStation VR headset, and I have the Oculus original wired headset. So I don't know if it would work with... Well, it probably would work, but uh, some for whatever reason, Facebook has some games that are exclusive to like their Quest 2, their wireless ones, and right. some that are exclusive to their other headsets. So you can only play them on certain headsets, which is just weird to me. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. It's it's a strange thing. 
but I do actually own an Oculus headset. I haven't fucking used it in ages because I hate how dumb it is to set up. Yeah, yeah, I yeah have, definitely. I have to plug it all into my laptop because my laptop's the only I would like a wireless headset. I have thought about getting the new Oculus one, but... Apparently it's really good. I, I think out of all of the ones that are like wireless and actually have like all the graphical setup and everything, the Oculus Quest 2 is the one you want to get. Yeah, I mean, it looks but pretty I'm... decent to be fair. I'm saying that much money. It's like 300 quid. But I think there are certain games you can't play on it. So if you want to play those games, you have to check before you actually play. I think you can't play that Half-Life uh, Alex game, which is apparently the best best VR game you can actually buy. Um, but I think a lot of other stuff you can. I, I, it's it's a weird one. Oculus is bad because <laughs> it's owned by Facebook. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. I mean, it will always be bad. Uh, but I suppose you got to wait to the PS5 headset too but yeah like uh what's the fucking ea games like the wrestling ones where they have all the advertisements around oh i suppose so yeah that but is that more product placement or ads well it's ads because they're advertising to you in the game because they're not fake ads i was kind of just thinking like is facebook gonna be ballsy enough just put just put like an actual ad while you're playing the game i swear they have this i swear some i think ea has done that (laughs) where instead of a load screen it's an ad that's so bad I think EA has actually done that in the past. I wouldn't be surprised. EA are such a scummy company. Yeah. I think they have done it in their football or their wrestling game or something. I, I swear I saw a controversy like that a while ago um, where they did do that exact thing where they played ads and it was like actual ads for products and stuff in the game. Yeah, and you had yeah. To sit for it and you couldn't skip it or anything. You had it's to awful. sit and watch it. It's so bad. Yeah. But like... <sighs> Do you reckon Fortnite would ever add ads to the game? I don't think it will. Like, they make enough money anyway. Yeah. Although it's, like, like, I'm hoping it's dying. Although I think it's just kicked back into it a little bit. It gets kick. It gets a pick up every time they do an update, basically. Yeah, I suppose that's the, that's the Fortnite. I've got just got a good system going. They just keep making money. Also, kids love it, so why not? Yeah. <laughs> and oh, everyone I- thinks they can make massive amounts of money off tournaments. I mean, you can if you're good. But you have to be good. You have to spend years of your life trying to do yeah, it. Yeah, or just be just skilled. <laughs> but, I, I mean, we're not skilled. And most people are not skilled. Sorry. Don't want to be pessimistic, but you're not. No. I'm sorry. Shall we move anyway, on from ads? Anyway, that's enough of being pessimistic and rambling on about gaming news. And let's go on to the weird, wacky, wonderful world that we live in. And we're going to start yeah. off with... A Chinese court auction has been cancelled after there was huge bids for a rare Yu-Gi-Oh card, which I imagine you're very interested in. Yeah, take that, you uh, Pokemon. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh is in the world. So, <laughs> this basically got cancelled after bidding reached an unexpected $13.4 million. Are people mad? I don't know. I think people are angry that the card didn't sell because they basically pulled it before the card sold because it was up to a 87 million yuan or 13.4 million dollars. That's uh, ridiculous. It's far beyond what it's basically for a blue eyes white dragon, the coolest card in Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh contained a special Yu-Gi-Oh official card from 20th anniversary frame. It's one of 500 limited edition cards that was released in 2019 and so very rare. Uh, however, this card is estimated value is between 200 and 300 yuan, 31,460 or $46,000. Uh, so astronomically more than less than what it was going to sell for. Um, so, yeah, people but, expect- so why did it sell for that much money? Or was it going to sell it for did, that much money? It, it, I don't know. <laughs> why people Basically, idiots? It's like NFTs. They just spend mm. money on stupid things that shouldn't be worth that much money. 
Well, it's really annoying because Amazon keeps recommending I buy Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And I'm like, I really want to buy Yu-Gi-Oh cards, but I can't buy Yu-Gi-Oh cards. No, it's... you're going to buy a house. Mm, yes. <laughs> you got to save and, money. Yeah, and I can't be spending money on Yu-Gi-Oh cards as much as I'd love to. No, you know, uh, we live in the real world where people can't. And just... I especially can't buy Yu-Gi-Oh cards if they're worth thirteen point six billion uh, million dollars. That's so much money. Yeah. Why would you it spend didn't... that much? It's not worth it. Well, it's only one of five hundred, Dan. Why would you not? <laughs> so am I. So am I'm one in trillion or billion, whatever. Seven billion. I'm one in seven billion on the planet right now. Am I worth that much money? No way. Am I worth that much money? To some organ donor, you probably are. <laughs> actually, that's true. How much are my organs worth on black market? Do you reckon I can get a million from my organs? I actually think someone's worked out how much you're worth if you sell your body parts. I don't think you're worth that much. I think you're worth like $40,000 or something. It's not It's not enough, is it, really? Not fair. My brain. My brain must be worth quite a lot. Ah, oh, who knows? I reckon my knowledge is worth enough. Maybe. Probably not. I'm pretty much an idiot. <laughs> Maybe. A human uh, is this a thing you want on your Google search? Maybe. Some people have done it. Rough people have roughly worked out the cost. It's about a hundred fifteen hundred dollars. Uh, apparently so. eighteen thousand people bid on the card. Yeah. I, I, and it hit seventy seven thousand dollars in a minute, matter of minutes. Yes. Um, I mean who would Also I, 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 people don't know if the card's authentic. Yeah. That's <laughs> Maybe that's why it got that's pulled. That's probably why it got pulled, because it's not a real card and they're like Well we they can't might do this. not it, well, I think probably what happened was the person selling it was like, oh, I'll probably get a few hundred quid and no one will notice if it's fake because they'll be like, oh, happy. But then it got to 13 million and they were like, oh, shit. If the person who finds buys this has 30 million to spend on a card, they're going to send a hit squad <laughs> when it, they find out it's fake. Yeah, this will be a hit man on my head. <laughs> Don't want to do this. Yes. Uh, yeah, I imagine that's probably why it, it, it got stopped. But going on to our next topic, uh, teenagers are figuring out how to fake, fake positive COVID tests using lemon juice and TikTok hacks. Good old TikTok saving the world by making people fake COVID tests. Basically, they're doing it so they can skip school. Maybe that's why the UK has got so many more cases. It's not actually people have good cases. It's just lemon juice. So British teenagers are using TikTok to learn and share tips for faking positive COVID tests as hundreds of thousands of pupils... Uh, pupils in bubbles are already being forced to miss school. Basically, clips of young people applying various liquids to literal flow tests have racked up millions of views on the popular video app, with many users offering suggestions. Basically, they're then cancelling schools because people are getting positive tests, quotation marks, and then schools have to shut down and clean everything. This is really bad. This is the trouble with giving kids tests. (laughs) Yes. Have these actually worked? I think one school's shut down. A lot of a lot of schools have shut down. Uh, no, I mean, does it actually to... work to fake COVID tests? Probably. From from the looks of it, it's working because people are actually managing to do it. This is so There's bad. A... This is really is bad. I don't yeah, think this is so wonderful. Uh, a single video has been viewed more than 2.5 million times since it was uploaded on the 1st of April, and others have received more than 289,000 and 71,000 reports. Uh, Apple sauce, Coca-Cola, vinegar, hand sanitizer, and kiwi fruits are among the suggested uses are you, uh, people are doing. We well, probably need and one bit- particular chemical. If you get that one chemical, we'll do it. 
Yeah, I'm sure it's like one specific thing that's similar to the virus. That it probably might work occasionally, and it's be probably be a concentrated amount of a certain chemical. Probably, but yeah, kids are fucking annoying and should not be allowed to do self tests. No, it definitely should be done by um. And TikTok should be banned. <laughs> TikTok should be banned. Yeah, uh... definitely. Um, but let's go on to our next topic of French authorities open up investigation after Tour de France spectator causes massive crash. So this was Have in the seen... news a lot this week. Yes. One person with a sign held it out, walked in front of a cyclist, cyclist hit into them, fell over, causing every other cyclist behind them it, to fall over. It was bad. <laughs> Uh, basically they have found the person, but there was a little bit of a hoo-ha because they thought it might have been a German spectator. And so they were filing charges against the person if they found them. However, they have found the person and it turns out they're French. And so they've dropped the charges. Mysteriously. (laughs) (laughs) So... People are saying there's a little bit of a a little bit of shenanigans going on. It does on seem a bit, be- uh, but we, bit bad, doesn't it? Really? Yeah, because they were like, "Oh, it might have been a German spectator or a foreign." Oh, it's spectator. French. Oh, this is fine. Yeah, it's all it's all from our country. Oh, we're the Tour de France. Oh, we'll be fine. Let's, ah, this is part of our culture. Off. Germans, no! How dare you ruin our culture? D- <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah, the fucking. This seems crash very dodgy. Is- well, it might all be nonsense and they might have en- inevitably ended up cancelling the charges anyway because it was like a massive fine or whatever. Um, but it does seem a bit weird that they sort of pointed fingers at the other countries. So what was the sign then? I don't really remember. It's like some... There's, there was a video and I can't fucking find it anymore. Um, yeah, take it off the internet. And Live has gone down. You can't even look on that. Yeah. Uh, well, there's... Oh, I think because it was in, it was actually in German. It was like Alles op omi. Yeah, which I think I can't remember what that translates to. But it was just they sort of stepped out into the road whilst holding the sign, and then a dude gets whacked by it, falls over. Everyone else falls over, and it's just a massive crash. People got taken to hospitals. People got taken out of the race. It was a big old debacle because one person was an idiot and didn't respect COVID distance, social distancing. I'm trying to type into Google now. <laughs> uh, on me? I hey. didn't even know the Tour de France was going on. Tour de France would be a good socially distanced Arabic. Event. Arabic? It's Arabic for raisins. Raisins? What? <laughs> I don't know. This is what I typed to Google and it just said raisins. <laughs> hmm. Um... Oh, the crash delayed the crash delayed the race with it taking almost twenty five kilometers for the peloton to fully regroup. So Oh, I think every... it, I think it's gonna be go opiomi. Go opiomi. Yeah. What is what does that mean? I think this guy's name. Oh, maybe it's a contender. Who knows? Let's oh, go move opium. on. <laughs> Let's move on because we're clearly struggling and we don't know. But big crash. Big old crash. Big big old crash. Very funny to watch. Yes. Uh, But what's not funny is what's happened to Britney Spears. And a judge has denied the November request to move Britney Spears' father as a co-conservator. Yeah. Do you want to explain what's going on with Britney Spears? Yeah. So essentially, back in the early 2000s, she had a mental breakdown from all the paparazzi and whatever. Where Uh, she shaved her head to that infamous photo. Yeah. And the judge ruled that she was 
pretty much insane. And she couldn't run her life, so she had her parent, her dad. Yeah, her dad controls all of her finances. Yeah, controls her whole life. Yeah, the Britney Spears Corporation or whatever it is basically owns her life, which includes her dad. Yeah, and she can't do anything. Like she, she can't choose who she wants to see. Well, yeah, she has very little control. She can't see her kids if she wants to. She can't ride in a car without her dad's permission. She. It's so bad. It, it, it's basically to help people who are can't help themselves yeah people so, who are actually insane but i don't yeah. think she's actually insane i think she just got she just she had a mental breakdown fucked and then has had to deal with this for like 20 plus years um and so this isn't necessarily the end of it because basically there was no trial this was just a judge throwing it out because there was no trial planned or anything like that so yes if they if they can get a trial but the cases are very difficult to overturn because you basically have to prove you're not insane in front of everyone and because people think you're insane you're not gonna or like you you basically have to prove that you're self-sufficient and you can do it without other people um but the also she has no control over her money yes so, true it's, it's pretty she bad has no she has no control over what she does in terms of her career so she did a whole las vegas thing for like five years yeah. i think she got none of the money from that and she had no control over her schedule for that so she she had to do it because she's basically legally obliged to but she can't say no she can't she basically fears that she can't ever get out of this and what a well, fucked I don't think up she would. Fuck. Like, it is really bad. Well, no, because she can't get a lawyer. Well, she couldn't. Uh, I think she couldn't. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but I think it's she almost like a get... catch twenty twenty two situation. Yeah, where it's like you be... can't do it without undoing it, but then you can't undo it without doing it. Yeah, it, it, without it, breaking. Yeah, without ba- breaking it and then validating it and then proving you're not allowed to. Do yes, it anyway, you can prove you're not being insane is to prove that you're insane. Yeah, and it's like well, prove prove you're not insane by breaking that you're insane to get out of being insane or whatever. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about it, and the judge is like, yeah, well, you're screwed. Yeah, so hopefully she gets out of it because it's a fucked up thing for a. Yeah, I mean, imagine this would go to a high court, maybe. Maybe depends on how big this because it's gotten a lot of traction recently because people have started finding out about it. But this has been going on for years. Yeah, but I think the whole Britney Spears Corporation has. Mm. sort of um kept under wraps to try to anyway yeah but it's sort of broken out because she's finally speaking out against it because like people have actually started trying to help her yeah yeah she's she's finally being able to do something about it so hopefully she gets out of it because she's she doesn't seem insane or like incapable of living because she's she's fine but yeah i mean yeah hopefully she gets out of it but we'll we'll find out i suppose her dad basically wants all her money that's all it is yeah yeah just really trying father horrible horrible man yes and let's go from one bad thing to something even worse. And that is Amazon is destroying millions of items of unsold stock every year. So people who return products and say the item is faulty or if they're just unsold over the last year, Amazon destroy it. They don't recycle it. Or even it. brand new stuff. Yeah, brand so it's probably stuff. working. They're just, they're just thrown into general... And, you, and you might be thinking, oh, it's just some of the crappy stuff. No, smart TVs, laptops, yeah, it's drones, like generally good things. dryers. They just get rid stuff of it. Stuff that... Yeah. Uh... It's been revealed that they were just throwing away like a hundred and thirty thousand items. Like you keep all to charity. Yeah. Um. There was no rhyme or reason. This is from a quote from the person who broke the story. Uh. I used to gasp. There's no rhyme or reason that to what gets destroyed. Dyson fans, Hoover's, the affi- uh, occasional MacBook and iPad. The other day, two hundred uh, twenty thousand COVID masks still in their wrappers got thrown away i think that's useful that's an actual useful thing this pandemic yeah and it's just basically a leaked document says that here destroy this much stuff basically 
Um, Why do they destroy uh, it? Is there any actually reason for them to destroy this? I think it's just to get rid of it from the warehouse. And if they say it's damaged, they can just fucking throw it away. Yeah. And then they don't have to. They probably get taxed or something for damaged products or, or a refurb from the company who provided it so that they can get money if it's damaged. So that they. Can... I imagine it's some sort of shady shit like that. Definitely is. I mean, I. I... I don't know. If the thing is, it's not actually illegal. No. Which is the, the problem. So I hope the government will look into this. I know the government's very busy at the minute dealing with a lot of other things, but hopefully the government will eventually look into this and stop this from happening. Stuff that's not even single use, but not being used at all, straight off the production line and into the bin. So it doesn't even get to anywhere. It's just straight... Goes along it's such a wasted thing. And we're going through this moment in society at the minute of like non-wastage and trying to get the most use out of everything. And then Amazon's just here <laughs> throwing stuff away. Oh, good old Boris Johnson. I'm afraid it's one of those things we're just going to have to look into and get back to you. I I, I know it's Thanks, a bad Boris. thing for him to say about that, but he, it is true. The government has to do a lot. They've got a lot of things on their plate. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of problems in the could, world they're trying to solve you could have phrased it a bit better you could have phrased yes he could have phrased it a bit better but he's he's not wrong sadly <laughs> they're still looking into the blimmin uh, msrp for gpu prices but that's getting better anyway without that help hmm. uh yes. and then the final topic going on to sort of uh gaming again uh microsoft engineer stole 10 million dollars by selling xbox gift cards for bitcoin a fair play 10 million dollars worth of bitcoin from xbox game pass <laughs> <laughs> i wonder if this went to like a company like cd keys and they're just offering it for cheaper so maybe, maybe he gave like no, um, he's, he's just been stealing them straight from the company apparently yeah exactly so maybe he gave them sort of more than 10 millions worth so, uh so in order to make sure that its payment system works microsoft employee is engineers to simulate purchases on its store but soon after joining the company in 2017 Voldemir kushkov discovered that there was a flaw in the accounts used to test purchases see these simulated accounts are usually flagged as such by the system and won't send you physical goods if you try to buy say a new gamepad for the, its site but if you tested a purchase of xbox gift cards you still receive a completely valid 25 digit code so basically they had a system it essentially tested whether or not it would you would be able to purchase it it wouldn't allow you to purchase it but if you bought a gift card you'd still get the code for the gift card but it wouldn't actually send you a thing so you just get a bunch of those gift cards get the codes and then get the purchases and then convert them into cash or whatever and then sell them on to bitcoin yeah um clever very illegal <laughs> fair play though to be honest Fair play, you know but probably... um, stealing Microsoft is bad. Don't steal. See, the thing is, Microsoft is one of those companies that reward you for finding flaws in their systems. So he could have probably got some money if he just reported the Yeah, problem. probably like two grand, maybe. They'd be like, yeah, yeah, thanks for finding this flaw. You saved us millions. But now yeah. you stole 10 million instead. Because he's a but scumbag. It's, it's still good. <laughs> still a bit of money. For fair play, he's ballsy, but he's got what's coming to him. Yeah. Anyway. Shall we move? Let's go on to our penultimate section of Tech Time and Science Shenanigans. And we're going to start off with a space-shifting origami bot that can fold itself into a boat and plane. So on our podcast, we love talking about robots. Boston Dynamics is frequently brought up for yeah. this week. But this is this is tiny little robots. Yes, these, these are, are cool. Tiny... They're like kind of little paper airplanes. Yeah, they're basically like little tiny triangles with little 
fiber parts in it that fold up and make little claws and stuff like that. Um, they're tiny. They're meant to be like they're basically like microscopic. So you, but they um, they basically fold and then they can make shapes. Yeah, it's, it's exactly like very basic, very basic shapes. Like the boat doesn't look that much like a boat, but it kind of looks like a boat. Yeah, well, it's more like um, those little triangles combined together. Yeah, yeah. and they've got little motors. I imagine these are magnets, probably, or maybe motors as well. well. Or, and it's just like... kind of electromagnets that are going to stick things together, and it folds itself. But I mean, that kind of takes a fair out of origami in a way. That's cool. Well, well, NASA uses origami for their satellites because they um, there's a specific way of folding metal because our they they you origami is one single piece of paper folded up so it looks like uh loads of other things so they use that sort of process for metal because they just get a massive amount with hinges and stuff folded in specific ways so they can fold it all up and then extend it and make rings and stuff like that for satellites that's cool uh that, that nasa is using origami it's very interesting if you um want to know more about it it's very fascinating to see the shapes that they can make with um just a single sheet of basically cut up metal folded in certain ways with hinges and stuff to make extending like or, or, or but origami is fascinating yeah i mean i don't really know what how this could be the applied of it or purpose yeah I, it's I cool think, but i think it's more because um if they can get like it smaller and more refined and you can have it as like little grabby claws and just having it that microscopic and you can actually have something that small being able to actually grab possibly essentially um because they've had similar robots but even smaller i thought it's more um, of a concept more than anything else yeah it, it will be something that gets developed on oh, apparently they're cool shaped memory alloys so it's an alloy that remembers its shape and then you apply electro signal to it and it will save that shape yeah basically so it's basically just yeah there's there's probably uses someone smarter than us could probably think of them yeah yeah um, we, i mean we don't know any uses we're not that smart but let's go on to up. the next one for dystopian tech and crypto miners apparently grabbed 25 percent of all gpus at the start of 2021 so this is the reason why no one could get ps5s and no one could get gpus yes scumbags um, <laughs> fun statistics yeah, it's not good. Um, luckily, the crypto shortage is coming down now, and probably in a few the months. The crypto trend is coming down, and everyone's selling. Uh, yes, although crypto, I don't think cryptocurrency will completely crash, unfortunately. No. I it will never completely crash. Uh, one day, hopefully. I don't I'm, think it will, because ne- there's always going to be somebody who's never going to sell. <laughs> probably. Um, but speaking of people who didn't sell uh, and fucked over a big old hedge fund, uh, a hedge fund that took a massive losses on the GameStop, thanks to the Wall Street's bet, is shutting down. They Yay! did it, Dan. They got rid of the bad they boys. K- one of, but not the one that everyone wanted them to get rid of. No, but still getting rid uh, of them. Getting rid of the bad ones and bet on small companies. Going however, Dan, White Square Capital, which is the company that is shutting down, says it's unrelated but unrelated from the Wall Street Bets subreddit. Do you think they're just saying that because they don't want to think they've got the power that they can destroy hedge funds? Yes. <laughs> uh, the Wall Street Bets subforum shot to fra- uh, fame earlier this year after members rallied around so-called meme stocks, stocks facing what they considered pr- predatory shorts by big investors, causing their prices to surge to unfathomable levels. Um, and yeah, it basically forced hedge funds who were trying to short the stocks, which basically means that they were trying to push the stock value down because they were borrowing money. And when they bought the stock back, they would be buying it at a lower price 
than what they basically got it for at the beginning, uh, which they'd borrowed the money for. So they were making massive profits off it if they forced the stock to go down. So, uh, But the opposite happens if the stock goes up. So if the stock goes up, they have to pay back the difference in value of the stock because they borrowed the money, plus all the extra money that it is now worth to buy back the stock or sell the stock back, basically. Um, very funny, uh, and I'm glad these fuckers are getting fined for, uh, fucked over. And Robinhood, which was the main per- one of the ones that everyone was using, has to now pay $70 million for the outages and misleading customers. Uh, the largest ever FINRA penalty. Wow. The, which is the finance, um, uh, p- people who control the finance operations and logistics and everything. Yeah. Uh, people. And they ha- they've now, the company who ran all the, basically stopped trading and forced everyone to sell because they didn't have enough money to pay everyone who was buying the stocks. Uh, also, um... now had- just, just to go back to our previous one, but Wall Street Bets, they actually started doing it to AMC as well. AMC theaters yeah. spiked uh, last month. It went from, well, in December, it was worth $2, and now it's worth 52 It did sort of peak around the same time as GameStop, but not nearly as much as GameStop. Yeah. But now, because, now because theaters are opening up and everyone's going again. People just started uh, investing into AMC, and now it's boomed. Yeah. Well, the, the good thing about that is uh, AMC offered its shareholders free popcorn if they had proof that they showed they had shares. Oh, dear. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, because they were like, oh, thank you. That's so kind of you to invest and say you're proud of the cinema industry. So they were offering if you had proof that you had shares in games, uh, AMC, you could get free popcorn when you went to the cinema. No I had idea how they actually, like, proved it. Regulate, proved yeah, it. Yeah. Or regulated it. But if you had AMC stocks, or still do, I think they're still doing it. So, you want a free bucket of popcorn? Go to AMC and have invested in GameStop uh, shares. But yeah, 70 million for fucking Robin Hood who fucked over That's a lot good. of people. That's good. They need to be fined. Still not going to take them down. Not but enough, they... but Robin Hood are such a bad app or company. Yeah, they did do a lot of shady shit. Because <laughs> they basically stopped people from being able to buy GameStop shares. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, right, but did you because... just think if that didn't happen, oh. do you reckon GameStop could have got a lot higher? Yes. Also, they are technically owned by one of the hedge funds that uh, GameStop stock memers were trying to shut down. So, or, or was causing to go bankrupt because of it. So they were basically had investor. Yeah. So um, in... they basically did what you're not allowed to do, which is have interests in in the uh, yeah product. Yeah. Which because is what were, um, the hedge fund companies were claiming about the uh, Wall Street bets, which is what they were yeah. doing. But it's bad because the little guy, but it's good if it's the big guy. Yeah, it's like, oh, you, you should be investing your money, poor people. No, not like that. Bad. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> no, you lose your money, so we, we get more money. Yeah, basically because you don't know how stocks work. People still don't. That's why NFTs and stuff are popping off, because people still don't actually understand how well, they NFTs work. NFTs are a bit different. They still run off a trend, though. Yeah, they run off a trend, but it's more of a stupid trend of, yes. here's some artwork. It's worth this much Ethereum. Oh, yeah, you want to buy it? Also... Yeah, here you go. It's also the crypto thing. It's all. It's people don't know what they're doing. They just yeah. But crypto is very life. different to stocks. It looks the same, but it's very different. It's entirely different. Yeah, but it, it's 
yeah, but it's people think it's the same because it, it's the same principle yes. of you're putting money into it, but it's not quite the same because crypto is you it's actually a buy... lot. It's a lot more volatile. Yes, crypto. The, the how much crypto is worth is depends on how much crypto people own. How much Elon Musk is tweeting about it this week? Yeah, whereas stocks is more dependent on how well a company performs. The market, yes, which is how it should be. Yes, but um, that's not how crypto works. It's the same as currency as well. Currency, yeah. all currency is the same. It's the same as pounds. Yeah. The pound's more valuable if more people own it. Yeah, and that has been dystopian tech. Yes, and we got so we got even more topics coming up here. We got the next one is the big brands, and this is pretty much all Windows Eleven. So Windows yes. Eleven was revealed while we were on holiday. I'm sorry. Yes, uh, there's a whole bunch of new features involved, and we're going to get onto it. The first one is Auto HDR, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. They need to do, do this. You explain that for people. Uh, HDR is high dynamic range. It's a 10 bit color system, although some HDR HDR certification changes. The ba- most basic one is HDR10. You can buy HDR400 monitors, but they're very expensive. Uh, I'm assuming you got a HDR10 monitor, yeah. uh, which is good. I'm, I've got HDR10 now as well. Uh, although I have noticed if I enable HDR10 on my monitor while I'm playing games, it limits my refresh rate to 60 hertz. So I'm hoping that changes in Windows 11, or maybe I've got a bug on my system I'm not aware of. Uh, another feature of Windows 11 is that it will be able to support Android apps. This is made use of the Amazon App Store. So Microsoft is partnering with Amazon and you'll be able to use most Android apps on Windows 11. That I want to do. Yes, and it, this want... is done through the Microsoft Store. So the whole Microsoft Store has been revamped as well. Yeah, so you can you can basically transfer your entire or have Android run on your monitor and your PC, and you can basically take your library of games from your Android device onto your PC. So I can finally play old school RuneScape on a PC again. <laughs> You'd hope so. You can only pl- yeah, because you can only play on um, Android because there isn't uh, a, an actual server anymore because it's only new RuneScape, which I'm not as big of a fan of. Yeah, I I wonder how this is going to work. Because um, it's a very different system. Uh, PCs work off of a uh, x86 architecture most of the time, or sometimes x64. Whereas uh, Android devices work off the mobile architecture. I don't, I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head. I forgot what it is. So hmm. I don't know if it's like an emulator kind of thing, or maybe they've got some other software behind it. I think they're working with Google behind this. Yeah, to I... actually implement it. I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure how they're doing. I imagine that they have to be running a virtual system of some kind. Maybe. Must be because the architecture is completely different. Uh, I imagine it's probably to get a bit emulator. technical. It's like two different languages. You're trying to get your um, PC to work on an Android language, and it doesn't really work because of the hardware yeah, involved, f- not to the software so much. Yeah, but I imagine they're trying to get both companies to work yeah, together to get it to work. There's probably some kind of optimization they've done through everything. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be a bit buggy at launch or whatever when they try it, and they'll have to work with Android to get it working pretty well. And I'm sure there'll be a whole market of uh, Android cheating where people are playing it on their pc and have a mouse and keyboard set up so playing against someone on a mobile yeah, cod mobile to... is going to completely <laughs> change in it yeah everyone like, try to play cod mobile actually on mobile now it's just not going to work because it will be on yeah although i do think they might try to limit it i don't know the, the, there's probably you know, be cod, mobi- cod mobile is getting a um tournament it's amazing actually I... how 
Because I don't play it, but I think it's quite a popular game. I liked it when I played it. I won a battle always... royale. I don't know how. The only, re- the only reason I stopped playing it was because I was winning every match and it got boring. Yeah, that's what I <laughs> had. I was like, why am I winning normally every I... match? Am I playing yeah. against actual people or is it the bots? I think I was playing against actual people, but because no one... I'm very good at um, mobile controls. For whatever reason, I'm very good at that actual button Well, I think layout. it's just people who play it don't play COD normally, so they don't know the good tactics and just kind of run into everything. Well, that's how I was playing, and I still won. Yeah, I know. But like, I don't know. Anyway, I found it quite very easy. That's why I stopped playing it. Yeah. Uh, next up, are you tired of the blue screen of death? Yes. Well, luckily, it becomes black, <laughs> so you don't have oh. to put up with a blue screen of death anymore. Uh, when are they bringing back the red ring of death? Yeah, I don't know why they made it black. Um, they've got a. I imagine it's more scary when your screen just turns black and nothing happens, because the blue screen of death is like, ah, what happened? But yeah, black, black is just like, did it die? Did everything just cut? Uh, it's still got the same know... same image. It's just black. I don't know why they've done this. They just wanted to be a bit more racist. Yeah, uh, of course, other features of Windows 11 I haven't covered on this list is all the leaks we covered over the last few episodes are exactly and exactly the, what it, a Windows 11 is. Um, files. Yeah, and sort of the themes. There's, there's a few other kind of nice kind of aesthetic features. They've also got a lot of more optimization for games. Also, also, it will be a free update for anyone who has licensed Windows 10. Yes. However, there is a catch. Yes, there is a big, big catch with this Windows 11. And it's most computers will not be able to run Windows 11 because they've announced their compatibility list. And the compatibility list states uh, Intel processors must be older than 2017 and AMD process- processors must be older than 2019. Newer. Well, uh, yeah, can't so in, can't be older than 2017. And if you don't know how old your processor is, uh, go by the gen. It's Ryzen 2nd gen or Intel 8th gen. Yes. So what processor do you have? Uh, no idea off the top of my head. My Type in system computer, onto a computer. It'll come up. My computer probably can't. I doubt my computer can actually run it. Um, uh, yeah, so this is to do with a, something called a TPM module or TPM 2.0. Uh, this started being provided in all computers in 2016, supposedly. It was started a, a new chip. Uh, however, most computers have it turned off by default. So if you do have a processor that's second gen Ryzen or newer or eighth gen Intel or newer, you're probably going to have to go into your BIOS and enable this feature. I have an Intel brackets R close brackets core brackets TM bracket i7 6700 CPU. It's sixth gen. Yes. So you're not, you cannot run it. No. My so, laptop might be able to. Yeah. So you need my... a new computer to run this. I won't be buying a new computer. Yeah, I know, but it is a really sucky thing because most gamers will don't typically don't upgrade the CPU that often. Yeah, uh, CPUs can last a long time. They, games don't tend to be CPU intensive. Most of them aren't anyway. So most gamers will upgrade the GPU like every two to three years, but leave the CPU in maybe for even six years. Yeah, it's not something you need to upgrade. Uh, luckily, I am just on the cusp of it on both my products. My laptop is 8th gen Intel. Uh, my PC is 2nd gen Ryzen. So I can upgrade it. However, if you cannot upgrade it, luckily a Raspberry Pi for $55 can run Windows 11. Yay! Because it has a newer architecture. Uh, although it is the different architecture, it's uh, the Qualcomm uh, mobile kind of architecture. Yes. Um, I don't know what that means. Uh, it's, it's just uh, it's different. It's not Intel or AMD. It's the other one. Yes. So it still has this TPM module, I believe. But it's just kind of funny. A $55 Raspberry Pi has managed to out 
like convenience hundreds and hundreds yes. of pounds worth. And of. the most funniest thing about all this is Microsoft had just released a Surface Pro 2 for three thousand five hundred dollars and it can't run and Windows. It can't 11, run Windows 10. Which is oh, ridiculous. <laughs> Imagine yeah. being a Microsoft company and just, just like making a new product that you your company cannot run. I'd imagine they'll change it for like later down the line where it actually can they'll make a version where it can well the biggest problem with all this so the good thing about windows 10 was making it free which means it was really good for companies to port over to it it means well, that- no you had to have a lot of the time you people who have bought windows 8 got it for free and then they made it free for like any other ones yeah yeah so it's- they needed people to switch over and then even then people weren't switching over but no but the good thing about it was the incentive was everyone can do it for free yeah and that means companies are more likely to do it so even though this they didn't level, they didn't a lot of companies still use xp yeah and that's I just know, because I know. I know a certain retail market provider who does our food in the uk still uses windows xp there's reasons for it it's because they don't need to upgrade it it's actually more of a pain to upgrade to but an extent massive security flaws because they don't update anymore <laughs> yeah but and, it, it, it's not a security can... issue thing and it's just there to run a bit of software or whatever a lot of um oh the things that they were running should not have been on the <laughs> there's old uh, you, you know the other side of the story where they should upgrade uh yes. however the like I said the the problem with Windows 11 so my company I work at I wouldn't say just because we're on a podcast but we have thousands of computers but a lot of them are old computers a lot of them are significantly older than 3 4 years ago mm. which means my company I doubt would want to upgrade to Windows 11 yeah because it means the whole system although I I think Windows 11 is very similar to Windows 10 so it might not cause an issue I'd imagine it wouldn't do that much. Um, another thing Who is um, mentioned as stupid is they're integrating Microsoft Teams into Windows. It will be downloaded as standard. Can you uninstall that? Probably, but this is to uh, counteract Apple's but is it Microsoft's? Is it Apple's, uh, uh, not Apple's, Microsoft's standard of, you can delete it, but it's a pain in the ass and it won't let you delete it a lot of the time and it will reinstall it. I think it'll be okay to, I mean, probably not. I mean, so for... The strangest thing about all this, Teams is a business app. Even all the adverts say, look for Teams, do it for your business, remote working. And now they've just added it into Windows 11. It doesn't really make sense. It's a weird decision to do. And maybe they're going to try to push Teams to be less business central and try to make it as an uh, iMessage alternate. Or a FaceTime. Yeah, and the advantage of Teams is that it can run on anything. Yeah. Although I think FaceTime is coming to Android at some stage. It is, but not as an app, as a web page. Yeah, so you can do facetime with and which makes sense because they want to to just not to kind of um stop people doing it at all for businesses they're not going to want to use a macbook yeah because it's a whole ecosystem whereas if people can use a macbook and use face facetime and iMessages, it just has to be on a browser on a windows pc it's more of an incentive to do so because then it's all there yeah but that's windows 11 that's windows 11 in a nutshell it's not coming out until like 2022 no it's october October this year i think there's one version that's coming out i think a lot of i think the wow the official release date well no the computers with it come out in october this year however you won't be able to upgrade until early next year until yes that's what there's two different versions there's ones with stuff already that has windows 11 and then the upgrade isn't until 2022 yes uh for whatever reason i don't really know maybe it's just to do with Maybe it's just harder to upgrade it than just do a fresh install. Yeah. I imagine it's something to do with that. Or maybe it's just they're they're trying to just get people to buy new computers, which probably probably people have to do anyway. Yes. Let's go on to our final segment. A new segment. Recommend do 
or recommend don't. Yes. So in this segment, we will bring forward a couple or one topic. Each of us will recommend another one will not recommend. And it's something neither of us have done before or watched before. Yes. So I've recently (laughs) watched... I've been to the cinema and I've watched a bunch of things. Uh, I have watched A Quiet Place 2, which I would recommend if you're a fan of the first one. Uh, It's pretty much the same movie. Uh, It's pretty much good. It gave me very much The Last of Us vibes. So I don't know. That did a good job of it. Maybe the TV show will do a good job of it. Um, But yeah, if you've ever watched the first one, it's a good horror movie. Not that scary, but does have good atmosphere, good good characters just does a good job of being a follow-up to a movie that i quite enjoyed when i first watched it okay uh, what would you recommend i recommend spending time with loved ones oh, because that's very life nice. can be short and you should spend it with the ones you love yeah and you did that recently i did went they on... went on holiday with my parents and it was actually a really nice time yeah uh and then recommend don't uh is fast nine because <laughs> I mean, it's not terrible. If you like the Fast and Furious franchise, which I do, I would recommend it. However, if you don't like it, I'm not going to recommend it because it's the Fast and Furious franchise and it's it's what you think from the Fast and Furious franchise. However, that's also like saying, if you like an apple, I'd recommend you eat an apple. But if you don't like an apple, I don't recommend you eat an apple. That's why I'm just letting general <laughs> audiences know whether or not... Because sometimes... Dan, you can say, oh, I don't like that franchise, but this version of it, I like. So yeah, I get that, versions... what you said makes no sense. <laughs> I'm just saying that if, you, if you're going into it, going to hate it, you're going to hate it. Okay, If yeah, you go enough. into it liking it, you're going to like it, because it is what it, it is basically what you want it to be. If you uh, want okay, to I hate it... I suppose that's a, good, that's a good thing. Because it's it's going to be the movie that you want it to be. So if you want it to be the worst movie ever, it's probably going to be the worst movie ever. If you want it to be the best movie ever, it's going to be the best movie ever. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, maybe it's just bad. But what does uh, Rotten Tomatoes say about it? Uh, I think it's getting slated. Oh, yeah. Um... Also, America the Motion Picture is an animated, like, retelling alternate history, but posed as, like, real history of how America got founded, and it's, like, George Washington and a bunch of other people, uh, and it's got, like, Chris Channing Tatum and a bunch of other famous people, and it is so annoying, and I didn't like it. It's just constant shouting for about an hour and a half. Um, it's very American. Ah, it's yes. Very... Good old American it, products. Yes. it It's George Washington as chainsaw arms. Um, Nikola Tesla is a woman who has, like, electrical gauntlets and can fly and shit. There's a cyber horse. It's very alternate. Um, it's just not very interesting, and I got bored a lot of the way through it. It's mostly set up to find characters at the beginning. The actual intrigue of it is very boring. <laughs> I didn't enjoy it. I'm sure a lot of people did, because I'm wrong. Uh, I can actually comfortably say uh, F9 is sitting uh, right at the bottom of the whole Fast and Furious franchise. Yes. Uh, 5.5 out of 10. Yeah. I mean, that's because critics don't want to like this movie. Well, no, critics aren't actually too bad. If you're calling Rotten Tomatoes, it's 60%, and the audience score is 83%. So the only okay, spoilers, spoilers for the movie. In the trailers, a certain character called Han from Fast Furious 3, the Tokyo Drift, yeah, yeah. Uh, has come back to the franchise after being killed in Fast and Furious 6 uh, and or 7. I can't remember. Oh, no, killed in Tokyo Drift, which is the seventh movie, but technically the fourth, fifth, sixth movie. It's all very confusing. The third, 
it te- it technically takes place in 2013, but it came out in 2003. Um, and basically, if you want the explanation as to how he's back, they don't give it to you, but they do give it to you at the same time. Okay. Be- it's basically hologram, and then he's just next to a person. Oh yeah, that's okay, how, yeah. Okay. That's that's, that's how they that's how they explain the death of a character who blew up in a car by Jason <laughs> Statham, and uh, it's okay. and also they keep say they uh one of the characters is always talking about how they're invincible and how they don't die and they drive into a satellite and don't die. Um, yeah, it's what, none of the characters. What's going like, on? I'm in, so confused. I thought this was about racing. It was. There is a race scene at the beginning explaining the death of Dominic Toretto's father and why John Cena is hated by everyone. Um, and it's really awkward because all of the like younger actors who are playing them are like really bad at acting. <laughs> and it's got this weird tint to the past scenes and it's like really distracting. Um, and yeah, what would you not recommend? This uh, I don't yeah. recommend sporting France, Germany, or Portugal. They're all knocked out of the Euros, and I'm living life and singing it's coming home. It's not until Saturday, when but it's already out, out when we lose to Ukraine. Yes. Although I have faith that we won't, but I don't fully trust we don't. But I'm, I'm only sad yeah. because I had a bet at work and I had Portugal in the random pool. Yeah, I told you I don't so. recommend football in Portugal. Hmm. Although they were one of the tops to win, so I'm they sad. were. They still got knocked out by Belgium. And France got knocked out by Switzerland. Yes. The best team in and the world that... got knocked out by Switzerland. <laughs> well, who knows? The Swiss Swiss are probably very good. Well, no, they got knocked out by Spain. No, Switzerland aren't. aren't. It's a tiny nation. I don't really have any world-class players. <laughs> I don't know. I don't follow football. Yeah, and it's quite funny, though. It's, it's a bit of a meme. This is the only time I've ever cared about football is because I had a two-pound bet on it. <laughs> you lost. And I, was, and I lost that two-pound. You should have bet on England. So I'm, I, no, it was a random pool. Oh, okay, yeah. You didn't get a choice. I didn't get to choose my fucking one. But when someone said Portugal's a good team, I was like, oh, I might actually win this. And now the one time I actually have anything on it, I lose because they lose, even though they were meant to be good. Yeah. But anyway, that's the episode done. A very much yeah. a longer episode today. But we are covering two weeks worth of news. That is true. Um, um, but we hope it to will see- be shorter next week. Yeah, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye.